Hereditary, dude. Bro. I am. That's like one of those things, dude. I, uh, I put it up on our Facebook earlier today. I was like, if, it has, if anyone had seen it yet. And, uh, Did anybody see it? I, I believe they've probably seen it, but they don't want to relive it. Dude, this like, like... Go back and remember the stuff that they saw, dude. Dude, watching a scary movie is kind of like... Now I kind of understand, dude, like what people... Why people want to watch This Is Us. You know, they like they go in knowing that they're just going to cry. That's like scary movies, dude. It's like, I, I go in there knowing that I'm going to, like, be freaked out of my mind, but You're I still want to watch it. scared out of your wits? But I still want to watch it, though. Dude. <sighs> Man. Just like all those ladies want to cry, This Is Us. I want to watch a movie and get scared. So you can cry? And get, yeah. You can cry that way? And cry, but tears of fear. Tears of fear? I d- Man, that movie, dude. La Chancla. Scenes in there are just going to be... Burned into your mind, dude. you won't be able to get it out, dude. But it's like being said, it's one of the scariest movies ever. Before we started recording, we we're talking about this guy who wrote this movie and directed this movie, Ari Aster or something like that is his name. That I'm already sounds, you. dude. That already sounds demonial, dude. <laughs> that that name sounds like Ari hardcore Aster. Aster. I don't know. Something, something's weird with that dude. dude I was telling crazy. you that, and. and People Google it at your own risk, but he's made three, I think it's like three or four short films, and all those short films are just crazy, dude. Disturbing? They're, 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 they are disturbing. They are- Offensive? Offensive. Yeah, people probably look at it as offensive, dude. It's my kind of movie. Um, Just, just mentally insane. It's, I think it's- Part of his horror is a psychological horror, and not like those psychological thrillers. Not not like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More like, but like, what did I just see? Yeah, and like, I ve- like, don't want to keep seeing it in my mind. Like very of, twisted. Yes, and, there you go. I think that's the word. It's like a very twisted horror yeah. type stuff that he writes. You know what I mean? So Where it's, it's like very unexpected yeah. and just kind of um, subverting like the ordinary. Yeah, there's on one, its head. and I apologize if I don't didn't say it right, but I think it's called the problem with the Johnsons or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's, it has the name Johnson in it. That that, like a, that I know for sure, and it <laughs> is so disturbing, dude. I can watch it. I so it's like, like alluding to something. Dude, it's alluding to a problem with the Johnsons. To someone's to someone's Johnson? <laughs> Pretty much, dude. Sickness. I'm going to watch it. Dude, crazy. Check it out. Hey, let's, let's start the uh, show off proper, man. Let's do it. Welcome to another episode of the Beta Report. I'm one of your hosts, Jeff. The con. Con! Thank you, Jay. We got Forever 5. What Jay. up, what up? What What's up? going on? Can you imagine if you were to watch Hereditary when you were five? When I was five years old, dude. No Pro- you know, probably. No way, dude. In some alternate universe, dude, I probably hey, did. No, dude. I was five years old. So Uno is still on vacation. He should be with us next week. He's going talking like that when he gets back, when he gets back. He's how long he's been out there, dude? Yeah, no, dude. He's been there for a long time, dude. Yeah, dude. Dang, dude. Living it up. Hey, people. Well, I don't know. He, he's uh, cause I was gonna give out his his uh, Instagram stuff because he's been putting out some pretty good stories, like all the uh, or just like the pictures of his trip. But that might be too. I'll let him make that choice. Yeah. But uh, he looks like he's having a good time, dude. For sure. Special shout out to Samantha. It was her birthday. 
Oh, happy birthday, Samantha. What, what? What, what? Whoop de whoop. Getting um, it. How awesome is that? Just celebrate your birthday celebrate in, in Spain. Spain, dude. Damn, nice. That vocal life, dude. More power to you, man. That's cool. Hey. For hey, sure. That guy's living. That guy's sure. winning and living. Uh, make sure, Samantha, you remind Louis to bring back some... Uh, some Sabo, Dali masks, dude. Some Salvador Dali masks. Yeah. For sure. That's going to be dope. We're gonna go, we could do a whole show wearing the masks. So we could just sound like this. Welcome to the better be like that the whole time. So yeah, dude. So we got a good show to you, for you today. We got the top five. Top we got five. Trader Park. And then we got Go Now Go. We don't need that. We got the song Yeah, you got the song already, dude. <laughs> so let's start off with uh, the top five, man. Let's start off with, of course, five. Ooh. What was number five in the, th- in the theaters this weekend? Uh, what? It's still there? Avengers Infinity War. Dude, this week actually has passed the two billion mark. Dang, Only the dang, fourth film dang. to make two billion dollars. Dude, they were reading off this list, like the Forbes list. I was surprised that Disney wasn't up there. Like, it, I don't even think it was top five of like the most, uh, uh, like not wealthiest companies, but like profitable, profitable companies. It wasn't top five. Really? Yeah, it wasn't even top five, dude. You would think just with the uh, just with the movies like, alone, dude. You would think like I don't see freaking. I think Apple was like up there, like one or two or something like that. Um, but it was like, like. Yeah, I guess I guess everyone has an iPhone and everyone has like their products and stuff. But still they have like you have Disneyland and like Disney World and every well, single movie that is in the theater right now. Like, I don't know. To me that just seems like it's making way more money than any Apple product or anything like that. But maybe not. Uh, obviously not. I guess because Disney itself it's like everything is into like it's different. Like Disney Studios, Disney theme parks, it's all like kind of separate you know what i mean like but like, I, I feel like it would all get funneled through yeah, disney yeah i'm just I'm, i don't know yeah i'm I, trying I to explain know. why yeah how I that no wasn't on the, on the list yeah. or maybe it was top five but so i was i was no because I, I remember being shocked at like that it wasn't up there with That's like weird. all these other companies maybe it just cost more money or the difference between the operations and how much they take in true that so it's a lot different so i don't know all I know is they make still, $2 billion. Disney so making the money. It's still making money, dude. So there you go. Number four, we just briefly talked about it. Hereditary. Dang, dude. Oh, wait, dude. Cuckoo-y. What the heck? See, you got, you got me all like. Dude, you already shook, dude. I'm shook. That Four. I forgot to do Dang. that. Anyways, four. Four cuckoos, dude. Dude. Four demonios. Look. Four asters. This movie, I'm surprised it's, it's four. I thought it'd be a lot higher than that. But, uh. It's getting like this crazy word of mouth about that it's good, but it's like scary good. Yeah. It's freaky good. It's disturbingly good. Dude, so, what is awesome is that. Is that um, a word ever put together, dude? Disturbingly what? good? Disturbingly good? Uh, probably not. <laughs> probably, yeah, probably not. But the movie's disturbing for sure. Yeah. Um, I love that uh, movie. Uh, horror movies are kind of just like taking over now, dude. Like, there are a lot of. I'm glad that they've moved, like, we've moved past. Like the zombie phase, and we kind of moved past like the like the gimmicky stuff, like Piranha 3D or whatever it was, and like things like that. You know, like there there aren't too many um, 
uh, like corny horror movies. Now it's like they've like taken like a, a, a like a more serious tone, I guess, or whatever. Like they're things that are looking more cinematic and 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 are really like hitting like you know like real issues or whatever. Uh, whether that be like family or race or you know uh, I don't know things like things like that, like it. And get out, and now like this in Hereditary, dude. It's I just de- love it. It's love it, dude. It's definitely been uh, sort of a resurgence of these movies coming out. I guess you know. Yeah. Uh, so For yeah, sure. I definitely, I definitely think you're you're right on that. It's 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 just there's been this kind of influx of horror movies mm-hmm. that just been kind of coming in, and, and the, they're still coming in. Yeah. There's one that'll be on uh, on um, our trailer park. Uh, segment oh, with yeah. some of those movies coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, you're right, dude. It's crazy. It's just kind of been out there, man. So, number three. Three. What's number three in the theater this last weekend? Deadpool 2. Nice. Sort of. Pulling in a... Uh... I would have thought they would have kind of been number two. Yeah. Uh, not complaining, but just, you know, it was a good movie. Uh, still pulled in, like, what, about 14 million. It's made... 279 domestically, I guess. So it's not bad. Obviously, it's still doing well. Yeah. Here, so, no, not bad. You still haven't seen it? I still haven't seen it. Dude, it's good. It's good. It's it's pretty funny. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, uh, I think we voiced our concerns earlier about it being like, you know, relying too much on his references and doing all this stuff. But all the people that I've talked to, um, have said that it's, it's, there might be a lot of references in it, but it's not distracting or it doesn't really take you out of the movie. It just kind of helps you, I guess, enjoy it a little bit more. Um, definitely, uh, definitely isn't. It's, it's not, it's not overwhelming, even though we thought it probably would be. Yeah. But it, it's, uh, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I still, I just haven't had a chance to go watch it. Uh, yeah, so let's go to, uh, two. Number two this weekend was Solo, a Star Wars story. So I'm glad it's still, you know, hanging in there. Yep. It hasn't dropped off so much. Go watch it, people. Seriously. I saw a, uh, there was this post up, um, and, uh, it was talking about, or it was Ron Howard talking about feeling sorry that the movie's been doing so, so poorly. Um, and, um, I don't know. I just kind of like that. The fact that he came out and just kind of said like, you know, like it's a bummer, you know, to him because some people could just kind of like wipe their hands clean of it and just walk away um, and just be like, whatever, dude, like I did my job. I got paid. So, I'm, you know, I'm out of here. What did he say? I didn't. I didn't uh, no, basically, he was just saying that, like, you know, he was just bummed out that, you know, the, the like people didn't receive it well and that uh, he was just kind of sorry that that, you know, uh, people weren't enjoying his movie. And um, he was just kind of like, you know, taking ownership of it and stuff. So I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, even more reason for you guys to go watch it, dude. It's like, how often do you ever get a uh, a director who comes out here and just kind of, you know, is like pleading with people to go watch his movie and feeling uh, bad that, you know, the people aren't going to watch it. Yeah, go watch it, man. Don't make Ron Howard feel sad. Yeah, dude. He's a good guy, for Ron Howard. Look at that guy, yeah. man. He's a good... He's a... What's his name? Uh, who's that little kid on... Uh... Opie. Opie, there you go. Thank you. Ah, dude. I forgot his name. Do it for that guy. Little hey, little kid, hey, you know what? Do it for Opie. Do it for Opie, man. Come on. Go watch Solo for Opie. For Opie, dude, for sure. Yeah, I don't know what else we can say about Solo, dude. I mean, uh-huh. people, just watch it. Like, I don't... 
Yeah, I don't know. I had a discussion with somebody too at, at work, and they're like, "I don't know." I go, "Dude, go watch it. You know, enjoy it, dude. If you don't, you don't. But I'm telling you right now, you will." Yeah. Whatever, man. So number one. Hello, number one. One. Thank you, sir. Number one, probably the best mm. movie in this <sighs> uh, franchise, Ocean's Eight. <sighs> so, as you can probably tell, Jay actually saw this movie, and that's his review. Thank you. That that'll be your like two second review. Jay, your two second review on Ocean's Eight. <clears throat> there you go. There it is, dude. You actually went to go see oh this, gosh, dude. Gosh, dude. And uh, look, it's funny because when you text me, you're like, Ocean's Eight was great. No, it wasn't, <laughs> dude. What happened, oh man? Tell goodness, us. What's dude. Up with this movie? Okay, look, I'm gonna have an official review up this week. Um, I'm putting the the finishing touches on it, so there, there's gonna be a new blog up. Um, uh. I'm, I'm, this week? Uh, this I don't weekend? know if it'll be this week or this weekend uh, or if I'll do it sooner, but it'll be up there. So so keep an eye out for it. But um, I'll say this. I just feel like there was a critic out there who who put it best. Uh, just saying that Ocean's 8 couldn't live up to the talent of its cast. And it's totally true because this. That is so sad, dude. Just hearing that. Because that cast, dude. that cast is amazing, dude. Or at and least on paper. And that's what's terrible about it, dude. It's just that the the story itself, like, and and uh, you know, this is a point I was making in the blog, and I don't know if if this was the like if empowerment was was the the goal, like if they wanted to, uh, you know, do this female cast oceans uh, movie to kind of like, uh, you know, spearhead the new post me too uh times up entertainment era uh but it's just it totally missed the mark dude like they you know what makes compelling storytelling is conflict dude and this thing just completely bypasses all conflict and makes it just ridiculously easy for everybody to 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 uh get the job done dude like there's to, seriously no to do the heist yeah to do the heist dude, there's seriously no point in this movie where you're like you're like oh snap like you know something might go wrong or oh shoot like this guy's getting really close to figuring it out but, but like no like they're all just way too good at what they do and they have zero conflict dude and and, and let me say this too james corden is not freaking Andy Garcia, like his character in this movie is not a Tony Benedict type of character. So there's like no, there's no opposition, dude. There's no conflict. There's no anything, dude. So in the end, there really is like, you're really left asking like, who cares? Like, like, why am I supposed to care about this movie? Why am I supposed to care about these characters? Uh, why do I care about this heist? Like, it's just, it, you know, you just come out of it and it's so nonchalant, like with its storytelling, like it's just, and not even like in a, like, you know, like in the, in the original Oceans, or not the original, but the remake Oceans movie with like George Clooney and, and Brad Pitt. Um, there's a nonchalance there, but it's more of like what, what gives them their swagger, you know, like it, they're just like, they're just written in a very cool way. Um, but they're still you know there there there's always that that sense of like oh you know like something can go wrong whether individually like one guy might mess up their part of the the mission 
or, or like the heist or like them all together. There's always like that sense like, oh, shoot, like anything can go wrong at any time. Um, but they still kind of all play it cool, you know, like they're still like, you know, they're still like, you know, they, they have like that swagger about them. And this one, it's like everyone is just kind of cool about it. And it just kind of stops there. Like, there's no point where you're like, oh, yeah, they're even in the face of danger or whatever. They're still playing it cool. It's like, no, they're just cool because there is no danger. There is like that's crazy. There I mean, is no there is no conflict. There so is, is there no chemistry between the the cast itself? Um, I like, feel like like Kate like Blanchett, really, dude. Kate Blanchett really. and um, uh, Sandra Bullock, right, are playing sort of the. Uh, the uh like the Danny Brad, Ocean Brad Pitt like and Danny Brad, Ocean right, right right like the Brad Pitt and like George Clooney type characters yeah like there's that but it's like it seems like they're they're like I don't know dude it's just like they're they're ready to go but they didn't write anything for them to do like and that's one of the biggest crimes of this if, if there's a actual crime being done in this movie it's the writing in this dude like they just they give them nothing dude like there's that sucks. That's... there's no you know, uh, one of my favorite things about the Oceans movie, and we've mentioned this a hundred times, and we're, you know, basically every conversation that we have revolves one way or another to, like, an Oceans movie. You know, we're always quoting that movie. This one has, like, none of that in it, dude. Like, there's no, like, like good dialogue in this, dude. Like, there's nothing, like, like quippy or, or like, just smart or... That's just like so, so. there's no organic dialogue in this dude. Like it's all just kind of feels like flat, dude. Like that's that's like basically like my my feeling of the this entire movie is just flat. Like it's just there, and that's it. Like there's there's no real there aren't any stakes. There aren't any uh like there aren't there isn't any real like opposition. No conflict. No nothing, dude. It's just kind of there, and it all just kind of happens, and that's it. Yeah, Which is a bummer, dude, because it's that, like that is a huge bummer, man. Because these, like, and it's not to say that like these, the the uh, like the characters in here, um, like, aren't good or like the actors in it aren't good. Um, it's just that they weren't really given anything to do, dude. Like, it's just it's just a bummer. Like the the biggest crime in this whole thing is that Mindy, uh, Mindy, uh, what's her name, Kaylee? Kelly? Mandy Kelly. Kelly. Uh, dude, like, she is, like, the most, like, criminally underutilized character in this whole movie. Like, really? she's hilarious, dude. She's funny. Um, and, and like, basically all they, like, she's reduced down to a Tinder uh, eggplant emoji joke. Like, that's basically all she gets. And that's it. Like, there's, and it's not what? even, it's not even her making the joke. It's the freaking Aquafina or whatever. Aquafina. Uh, which, and actually, she's pretty, like, of, of everyone in the movie, I feel like she was probably, like, the best part of the movie. She's pretty funny. But, um, like, they have, like, one little exchange. And it feels so funny, too, because it's kind of, like, shoehorned in. It's kind of, like, forced in. But you want more of that, dude. I wish they would have done more little, uh, like, little pockets of dialogue like that that just kind of made them feel like more like three-dimensional characters but that's like that like that one scene is like the only time i felt like oh okay yeah this is kind of like this is an oceans movie other than that like nothing dude nothing it's just uh and then they do something with one and i don't want to give that away but they do something with one of the like one of the characters of the male oceans movie uh movies um that was completely unexpected and not explained at all and you're just kind of like 
what the heck was that? I know about? you told me about that, and I was like, "What?" Yeah, this so like, I, I would, I don't want to spoil that, but um, yeah, it's just kind of like, like, how does that even play into this? Because it doesn't. Like, they do nothing with it. They mention it, and that's it. Like, I don't know, dude. I just funny because we spoil every other movie, but we're not gonna spoil. I know. <laughs> I know. And probably most people won't even watch it. And we're telling them not to go see it. Yeah. <laughs> but we won't spoil it. Right. It's funny. Yeah. But, yeah, dude. And, and and if this sounds like harsh and if uh, I'm kind of like all over the place, it's because I'm like, it just hurts. Because you want it to. Because like I really it. wanted no, it to work, it to. dude. Yeah, yeah I, I really wanted this to be like just and it has nothing to do with the cast being women or nothing like that it was just yeah not just at all the dude story itself yeah not at all and 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 but i think that's that that kind of adds to the disappointment is that they compile such a great cast dude like these like the women in this in this movie are just so amazing dude yeah. like but it sounds like it was just the the, the, it was the material they had to work with. The yes, writing. exactly, dude. They just didn't give I love, them I enough love to Kate do. Blanchett and everything she yeah. does, dude. I think she's, she's dude, and she dude. and like, dude, it's like right there, too. And that's the worst part is that like, she's like on the cusp of being like cool. You know what I mean? Like, she's like right there. Like, she just like she missed a couple of like dialogue moments or just kind of like. uh you know, just certain scenes that could have like set her up to just be like a super cool character. But she has like the look, she kind of has like that swag already. Um, and she's just like it, like that character seemed like it could have done, it could have been developed so much more. So, because it is number one, hopefully it does make more money, you know, and if they end up making sequels for it, hopefully they do kind of maybe they'll uh, fix it. Hopefully they, they, they like allow some, the, the uh, writers of the other Oceans movies to kind of come in and, and just kind of beef up the dialogue a little bit. Because really, I feel like that's all they need to do. Like, I feel like all the characters are pretty well cast in what they're doing. They just need more. They just, like, I need them to do more. Like, basically, uh, all the characters just end up being, like, placeholders, like, placeholder characters for, like, their area of expertise or whatever. Like, gotcha. it's just like saying, like, oh, Mindy uh, Kaling is just, like, the diamond cutter who who her mom wants her to get married or whatever. And that's it. Like, it doesn't go past that. And then it's like, oh, Sarah Paulson is pretty good in this movie too. Um, is, uh, you know, just like a, uh, like a house, like a house mom or whatever with a compulsion of like buying stolen goods or whatever. And then, but it doesn't explain more of that. Like it doesn't go in more into that detail. So I just kind of like, oh my gosh, like, it was just right there, dude. Like that's the worst yeah. part. I just said it's like that's right there, up. but it didn't. Well, it hopefully, didn't do maybe they'll they'll fix it, man. But uh, you know, if we don't have like this movie, we do know that there's other movies coming out. So I guess there's now it's time for the trailer park. I don't know how long we're going to go. Yeah, I do. I'm going to hit it one more time. Okay, okay, we're good. No, one more time. One more time. Yeah! All right, 
Sorry, that's it. <laughs> All right, dude. Oh, man, dude. Seriously. Yo, trailers, trailers, trailers. Dude, last week was like a bombardment of trailers. But like, what was the... Uh, I was trying to figure out, was there an occasion or something? Or why these trailers are just being... Just I don't know, dude, but it was like drop one, after drop yeah, after drop. One right after the other, man. So, it's pretty legit. Dude, there was so many good stuff. Obviously, we're not going to talk about all of them. I've chosen a couple that we want to just kind of put out there, man. But uh, there was a couple of them that I thought were pretty cool. But, uh, dude, why don't we talk about the one that... Uh, I was pleasantly surprised because of how they incorporated these characters. And I'm talking about Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah. Dude. breaks the internet. I am so, so hyped to watch this movie, dude. Dude. So, so I guess the point of this, this, uh, and let me just play a, a portion of the trailer if you guys don't mind real quick. Let me play it. Princess too. Cinderella's what kind of a princess gangster. are you? Uh, do you have magic hair? No. Magic hands? No. Do animals talk to you? No. Were you poisoned? No. Cursed? No. Kidnapped or enslaved? No. Are you guys okay? Should I call the police? <laughs> do people assume all your problems got solved because a big strong man showed up? Yes. What is up with that? She, she is, is a princess. Ralph <laughs> <laughs> breaks the internet. <laughs> Shouldn't it be Ralph wrecks the internet? Yeah, since he is Wreck-It Ralph. Uh, yeah, but break the internet, it's like a thing. Right, it's just wreck the internet kind of sounds better, doesn't it? Mm, you're not wrong. That's <laughs> so dope, dude. So dope. Is, that Rihanna? is that Rihanna that uh, he was talking to? I don't know. Like, it sounded kind of sure. like her. But yeah, so that scene is, uh, uh, what's her name, Vanellope? Vanellope, Vanellope yeah. shows Von up. Von Schweetz. Von Schweetz. Yeah. She shows up at um, like where all the princesses are at or something like that in the room. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, dude, Cinderella's a gangster, dude. She I know, a, dude. She, she gets a break. glass slipper and wants to shank. Yeah, somebody. dude. She breaks it and wants to shank. Uh, I love it. Vanellope, dude. Dude, it was so cool. It was kind of weird that I guess the point is that they're out in the internet. They're all in the information highway. Yeah. Uh, and. Um, like they see all these things and they see like there's a portion where you see Star Wars there's like actual stormtroopers running around yeah dude that was kind of like kind of surreal to see that he's doing like Iron Man too, kind of take off I didn't see that really yeah yeah there's a part where yeah there's a part where like Iron Man flies by and then you see like the X-Wings I saw that kind of flying by it's like in that same scene oh I didn't see the the Iron Man because you hear it dude you hear like the sounds of like his uh, of the uh, what is it called his freaking the Blasters, or yeah, whatever. Like you hear the, yeah, it's yeah. dope, dude. That's pretty dope. How does it go? <laughs> That's actually pretty good. <laughs> That's actually pretty good, dude. Um, so yeah, dude. So uh. That's a. I mean, that's that's a movie that I'm actually looking forward to. I know, one. dude. And I, I love the first one, dude. I thought the first one was really good too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what's awesome too, dude, is like, um. Like Hazel loves it, dude. So that it's like if if you go in there with like, oh yeah, the movie looks great. Does it have but then like you do that, uh, the person who voices uh, Vanellope looks like <laughs> your <laughs> wife. Yeah, probably, <laughs> probably, dude. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, dude. Like her liking the movie kind of makes you like the movie like a little bit more, just because like you get to enjoy it not just for yourself but enjoy it with 
you know, with her, mm-hmm. or I get to enjoy it with her. Yeah, so yeah. that's what, like that's why I'm hyped, dude, because I'm like I know we're gonna enjoy it together, which is gonna be cool, dude. <laughs> that's 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 for sure, dude. Um, but I love how like self-referential it is, dude. Like it's uh, it's not afraid of like poking fun at itself. You know what I mean? Like Disney, like you know, like taking all those things, all the print, all the stuff that the princesses are saying. It's like basically they're just kind of pointing fun at itself. So it's like. It like, was like all the little things. It's like poking fun of the fact that, you know, yeah, there's yeah. always a guy there to save him. Right. Yeah. You know, for the exception and, of, I guess, Brave, too. But Yeah, true. You know, most, but, I mean, they were, like, headed in that direction. Yeah. Where, like, that's what they wanted that character to to do, I yeah, guess, yeah. or whatever. But, yeah, I just, yeah, it's it's uh, it's pretty awesome that they're able to to do that and just kind of poke fun at themselves. And, and it's like, it's, it, you know, if it's a, a sign of the times or whatever, to just kind of uh, signal a, like a, a moving forward from that, you know, and like just kind of being a little more progressive, I guess, in terms of like, you know, where we are now, yeah. you know, in terms of like female characters and like protagonists and stuff. Yeah, definitely. And again, just going back to Ocean's 8, I feel like if that was the goal, they totally didn't make it. They did it. So let's go to the next trailer that I wanted to um, kind of talk about a little bit. And uh, we'll stay with the animated theme. And I'm talking about the Lego movie part two. This new life has toughened and hardened us all. Two copies, please. One black, one with just a touch of cream and 25 sugars. Something new. What is it up to? I don't know, but that beat is pretty fresh. That's freaking good. I don't know Dope. why, but that so, sounds so cool. He's like, mm, mm, tss, yeah. Mm, <laughs> it just sounds cool the way he's The little beatbox? Yeah, dude. That's yeah, sick. Dude, Lego movie was awesome. It was sort of unexpected. Didn't know it was going to be that good when I went to yeah. see it with my kids. So I'm definitely excited about part two. Uh, it's it's got uh, some uh, new characters that are coming in as well too. But uh, as long as you have Chris Pratt and him as Emmett, it's pretty. Yeah, good. <laughs> the special, the special. Yeah, definitely, dude. So I'm I'm looking forward to that one, dude. Do you like it? Yeah, yeah, for sure. The first one was freaking dope. Um, and I I just loved how they were able to like, you know, make reference to like. Every character, like everybody was in there, you know, Superman, Batman, uh, I don't know, freaking, uh, yeah, Harry Potter stuff, in Harry Potter's up in there, Abraham Lincoln, yeah. like they had like all these, just like all, every single Ninja character, Turtle? they had a Ninja Turtle in that mess too, freaking Unikitty was in that, uh, Uni- so it's like a bunch of stuff, dude. So, I, Unikitty's dope, yeah, dude, Unikitty's a dope cartoon. If you guys are not watching Unikitty for Cartoon Network, it's amazing, it's pretty good. Um, so yeah, bye. Dude. <laughs> love that love that show but uh yeah dude so i'm excited i'm excited to to watch this movie yeah, dude. it's gonna d- be good definitely do that dude all the movies like all the lego movies uh i've been great dude like they're yeah, I mean, although um, in my honest opinion uh i haven't seen the ninjago movie yet you haven't dude it's good it is yeah i, I had a i'm gonna it's, be it's on dude, hbo right now so I dude to... i'm gonna say and it might be a bold statement actually not really we're talking about legos um that i liked the Ninjago movie more than I like the Batman movie. Well, that's where I was going. That's because I that's I haven't seen the Ninjago movie, but mm-hmm. I saw the Lego Batman movie, yeah. and it, it was kind of aimed more for kids than it was for like like the Lego movie made like was really good, like I I feel like for everybody. Yeah, you know. But I was watching the the 
the Batman Lego movie, mm-hmm. Lego Batman, and th- there were some funny parts for sure. But I thought a lot of the funny parts were more aimed for kids. Yeah. So it wasn't as I didn't find it as good as obviously the Lego movie. But, right, right. So that's why I've kind of been hesitant to watch Ninjago. But mm-hmm. you said it was better than. Yeah, I I had more fun watching the Ninjago movie than I did the the Batman movie. And actually, that. it's funny because I feel like it was. Like well, not the opposite, not, but I felt like, uh, I guess just in, like when comparing the two movies, uh, the Lego movie and then the Batman movie, um, the Batman movie just felt a little bit more, and I guess because of the character of Batman or whatever, but it just felt like a little more serious than, and I didn't feel it so much as if it were like geared really? towards like kids, yeah, because I, I thought some of the jokes were like, like, you know, kid jokes, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know, they were just they were okay, they weren't bad, but they were just like I didn't find it mm-hmm. that funny i guess right right although i saw it in the because i took my i think i took both of them or just jonathan i don't remember um to watch the movie and i think i fell asleep in the theater oh no way like part of it <laughs> so then i was like well no. see and that's kind of the thing too I, I don't i don't want to go out and say that it's boring but it wasn't like it just wasn't it, I don't know. It just yeah, there was, was it didn't there engage was, me like yeah, like, there wasn't as much energy in this one as the there was like in the Lego movie. Um, so yeah, yeah, I don't was, know. There was something about it, and then we watched it here at home, and then I fell asleep. But, <laughs> but, but, <laughs> no, but, dude, but trust me, Ninjago is uh, is actually pretty funny. Yeah, okay, I gotta check that out. Yeah, I gotta check that out, dude. So let's move on. There's a, a couple other movies. I mean, we're not gonna show trailers for all of them, but there's a couple that, like I said, I picked out. But this one, I'm gonna play it. Um, Bless you. What the what? heck? Excuse me, sorry. Freaky. We don't have a sneeze button to, <laughs> to mute the whole thing. Anyways, uh, so the next one is um, a movie that maybe when you hear about it, you'd be like, oh, we're so tired of this already because we don't want another Transformer movie. Oh. But this one's not just a regular Transformer movie. This one's Bumblebee. Bumblebee. Say what you're feeling. Try this. Yeah, he's not a fan of. <laughs> I was gonna say, guys, you feel that? You know what that is? That's your heart pumping in your chest. That's what all the other Transformers movies were missing, dude. This one, no, you know what just that was? Listening actually, to this is like you, you know can what? tell that there's heart in this movie. You know what that was actually? What was it? It was 
the strings of your heart being pulled. Yes, exactly. That's what it was, dude. Eggs. That's what it was. Actly. Dude, uh, I may or may not have seen this movie. What? And it may or may not be really, really good. So I'm just putting that out there. What? Yeah. And it may be, this is not a may or may not be. This is a, it is a definite it be that it's got no Michael B. In this movie, yeah, I like that. Very nice, dude. No Michael Bay in this movie, dude. Nice, and and it's that's why it might be good, (laughs) dude. And I feel like it's very apparent that there is no like because it wasn't just listening listening to that trailer as we were all doing. You know, this is a freaking podcast. Like there wasn't just like a massive like orgy of explosions or like crazy like metal clanking or whatever like there was like uh, I, I don't know to me it just felt like with the with the music behind it and and just kind of like the, you know the drums kind of pumping and stuff and like just kind of pounding and it just like there was some there was like a force driving through the whole thing and it was very it felt very like heartfelt and emotional and like I said I feel like that was that's what the other movies were missing like the other Star Wars movie, Star Wars the other Transformers movies <laughs> were missing in that it was uh there was no heart behind them you know like there was nothing really of substance in any of those movies and already just with this trailer and just with like uh you know just with 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 what they're doing with the music and and the relationship that um what's her name Haley Steinfeld Dude, that's what I was going to say. I think the fact that they have Haley Steinfeld in this movie, in fact, when they announced her uh, casting, I was kind of like, why did she agree to do a Transformer movie? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, after the last debacle, dude, of Transformer movies, it's the last night, is yeah. that what it was? Whatever. Like, it's the most ridiculous story ever in this in a movie. Uh, it's a Transformer. It's a It's a... It's King Arthur. <laughs> yeah, so terrible, uh, terrible, dude. It, it was, I mean, horrible, dude. I, I tried watching it, and I was like, I think we had talked about this before. I was lost. So this movie itself, so I was kind of surprised. But when, um, when I may or may not have seen this movie, it may. Have been, <laughs> can you going, dude? You're, dude, you're committed dude, now, dude. With with Haley Stanfield in it, it actually brought some. Uh, like some legit powerhouse acting in it. Yeah. I mean, gravitas. Be, I'm, I'm, some gravitas. I might be overselling it, but I think she's great though, yeah. you know, and uh, she's a great actress. And so I think it was a good addition to have her on there. For sure. And, and the focus of this being the relationship between. Yeah, exactly. Bumblebee dude. And her, you know, kind of giving it some heart. And it definitely is a prequel to the movies. Cause it's in set in the eighties. Mm-hmm. And I think they, I can't say much, but yeah, dude, it's. I think it's a movie that's worth watching. Yeah, let's just say I think you'll enjoy it if you go see it. For sure, I promise you. And 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 one of the things uh, that I that I loved about the trailer so far, uh, in like the visuals or whatever, like it's very easy to make out like what's like like what Bumblebee's design is. You know what I mean? Like it isn't just kind of like all these like shifting metal pieces kind of get, coming together. Like he's he's very like round, and you can kind of see like we're all the pieces kind of fit, you know what I mean? Like, and even I was saying too, like the, the, um, the version of Starscream that they use in this one too, is like straight out of like the cartoons, dude. Like he has like that red, like that red stripe going through him. And he has like a little bit of like the white on him too. Like that's like so dope, dude, that they were able to do that. But it looks more like the cartoons where it's like, you can tell what these robots look like. And then when 
you know, they transform into like their vehicles or whatever. Yeah. And um, may or may not be Starscream. All right. So all just, right. Just putting that out there. But, but, um, yeah, dude, I, I'm totally with it, dude. I, I think it's going to be actually pretty good. Yeah. So with people saying, oh, we don't want no more Transformers movie, just, just pump, relax. Pump, pump, pump them the brakes. brakes. Pump them brakes. Uh, I don't want Transformers movies being done by Michael Bay. Yeah. 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 Let's yeah, just yeah. Put it that way, dude. And the last one I'm going to play, dude, is uh, we're talking about horror movies. Well, how about... He's waited for me. I've waited for him. Get out the wall! Get inside! Where's the... Oh, dude, I was waiting for Migos to drop, dude. No, I know, dude. Dang. Walk it like you talk it. Yeah. Walk it like you talk it. Kill it like you ill it. <laughs> um, dude, it's... Uh, it's uh, I was trying to think it, of one movie I it's could a do. Soft, I don't mean either. <laughs> uh, it's a soft reboot, dude. It's, it's, it's funny because this movie stars Jamie Lee Curtis, dude, and she comes back. Playing her, her same character, Larry yeah. Str- Laurie Strode. Dude, I love and that they're, they're kind of giving her like a Sarah Connor type of uh, yes, feel, dude, dude, where she's dude. just like training. Oh my goodness. So it's, it's uh, like I was saying, it's like a soft reboot. What's interesting is that what they're doing is they're forgetting all other movies. Like if two through 25 Duh. or whatever they have. What was it called? Like Night of the Witch or something like that? Oh, or? that one. They, they, Part four, they just <laughs> forgot about that one. But I think there's like eight or nine. Jason movies. in space, and oh no, we're talking about a different one. <laughs> this is Halloween. Halloween, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. Halloween. Season of the Witch. That's what I was thinking of. Season, Season of, of the, the Witch, Witch. is uh, the third one that has nothing to do with yeah. <laughs> Michael Myers. So, um, I, I I've said it before, way back in our beginning of our podcast, we're talking about fears and did uh, Michael Myers when I was a kid, man, that would. It would just scare me, dude, because he was so imposing, dude. That guy didn't run. Yeah. He didn't have to run. The deliberate walk, dude. Who would just walk, man. Or he That's knew just... he was going to get you, dude. Why didn't he? he doesn't need to run. He knows mm. he's going to get you. No matter. These people are running, whatever. One then, way or another. Or the or the, uh, or the uh, most terrifying waking up from being unconscious. Yeah, it's where just, it's just like the Undertaker. The, well, that's the, where the Undertaker mm-hmm. got it from. Right, right. <laughs> but but uh, <laughs> Just yeah, let people know. Just let them know that. Undertaker didn't come up with it. It's <laughs> Mike Myers, dude. Dude, but doesn't that build up like the like the like the sense of uh, like fear and dread, where it's like you're just constantly in fear of him just walking to you. Like you can run as fast as dude, you want. I'm you telling can, you, I had nightmares. You can go anywhere you want, but you're just always looking behind your shoulder, like or looking over your that shoulder he there, that dude. he's gonna be there eventually. He's gonna get to you. You're gonna have to stop at some point, and he's just gonna be there. What? Da- I, think, I think it, to me it was that and the combination of that music, dude. Yes, dude. That, that music for some reason was so menacing. It was just sort of like, like you said, no matter where you run, he's going to be right there. Mm-hmm. Behind you, dude. And mm-hmm. that's part of what scared me, dude. It was like, dang, dude. Yeah, dude. I'm getting chills right now. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Myers and a freaking ventriloquist dummy. I'm done. Dude, imagine a ventriloquist dummy of Mike or like a, a puppet. <laughs> Of Michael Myers. Dude, how crazy would that be? That, like dude, a little I, mini Michael Myers? My mind would explode, dude. <laughs> I, I think I'd like have a heart attack on the on the on the oh, spot, dude. Dude, that'd be amazing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be sweet. Triloquist dummy like Mike Myers. Yeah. Dude, I'm already terrified, dude. Dude, with a little plastic you know knife. Podcast over. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get that custom made for you, dude. <laughs> I was going to have them mail it to you here, and you're just going to open the box, and it's going to be there. Just imagining it right now, dude, it's giving me like, oh, my God, that's yeah, so dude, freaking Yes. Like a, it's like thinking like a, <laughs> can you imagine? Like a midget Mike Myers. Dude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm done, dude. I'm done. Exactly. Dang, dude. A midget Mike Myers. I know what to get you for. for Mike Myers with a big butt. Yeah. <laughs> I know what to get you for Father's Day, dude. Yeah, shut up. Shut up, dude. Yeah, boy. So we got some honorable mentions that we want to talk about real quick. <coughs> How to Train Your Dragon. Uh, another great one, dude. And, and you know what, dude? This one is actually surprising that it's it's been as good as it's been. Like, I remember watching the first one, and I was like, oh, it was pretty good. The second one came out, I was like, oh, it was actually really good. And now I'm just, like, anticipating this next one. I'm like, oh, shoot. Like, they've actually done a very good job of you know making these movies well weaving good. A, a big old story you know mm-hmm. putting all these together so I, I yeah i thought one and two were great they were yeah. really entertaining movies and and uh good for kids and stuff so it's like you always want something like that you know for those who have kids that will be able to enjoy movies for know? sure for the ones that you can't take them to deadpool one and two yeah <laughs> at least you got something to you know for them to watch and then i'm i won't be able to play on say, uh, a, a portion of this trailer because it's so uh, oh no! Yeah, I did cue this up. My bad. But the one I'm really excited about, and this will be the last one we talk about, is Mortal Engines. Um, and the, dude, I don't know what to think about this movie. Dude, man, let me just play like ten seconds of it. Hold on. Sixty minutes is all it took to bring humanity to the very brink of extinction. Mankind mobilized. A new age arose. The age of the great predator cities. Survival of the fastest. Survival of the fastest. So the the, the point, I read the book, um, and the point of the story is that the 60-minute the water that he's talking about is pretty much a nuclear holocaust. You know, pretty much they, you know, blasted bombs and just wiped pretty much everybody out. And then almost like hundreds of years later, he says cities mobilized. So the stories about these cities that uh, pretty much are on wheels. Mm. We're talking about huge, massive yeah, yeah. cities. And, um, you know, it's survival of the fastest was because other smaller cities are also around. So each city would, in quotation, in, in quotes, eat other cities. Mm. And so they would, and what they would do is like they have these, these giant claws and take in these other cities on wheels yeah. and then dismantle them and just make their city bigger. So sort of like, eat a city, they get big. So they continue to get bigger and bigger and bigger, and then just, you know, eating cities and stuff. Crazy. And we're talking about so London. It's a- so it's like tears. So you're talking about this massive, huge, like, I don't know, what you, like a city on wheels with mm-hmm. ass tears. So they're like the engine room or, or the the gut is what in the book they call where they would eat these, these cities and then dismantle them take the people on there and make them either like slaves or, you know, if they're important people, put them in part of the, um, you know, uh, the guilds, because they have guilds, guilds yeah. of engineers, guilds of historians, and stuff like that. And so it's just interesting that, that the guy who wrote this book it wrote a sort of a very big, expansive world based on, uh, the, in the book they're called Traction Cities, and they're just, mm-hmm. they're on like pretty much like traction wheels, you know, like treads. Yeah. And uh, and then there's the anti-traction league who are against these cities eating other cities. You know they're more like the settlers who are trying to have a, a static 
city, you know, yeah. nobody that moves. So it's it's an action packed, dude. It's like so. What's the purpose of them uh, mobilizing their cities? Why we, can't they just settle down in one place? I and, think because because the, since the the world was desolate kind of desolated mm. so they needed to move to survive to find areas that they could survive in uh, okay. you know what I mean like areas that they could live in and stuff so they don't fully at least I don't remember them fully explaining why they have to but I think based on what they were talking about it looks like they had to mobilize because they couldn't stay in one place they had to um, uh, move around in order to survive because those nuclear bombs just decimated everything Yeah, but in order to find resources they had to move around, so they invented cities that move around and stuff. Ah, okay. They have a thing called municipal Darwinism. Mm-hmm. So it's survival of the fastest. Pretty much, it's nice. if you're not fast enough, then you sort of have the right to eat these other cities. That's stuff. crazy. Yeah, so it's crazy. It is. It's pretty dope. But the, but its main protagonist, uh, her name is Hester Shaw, is uh, in the book at least is made to be like pretty horrible looking. Like yeah. she's not pretty. She's got this huge scar across her face, and sort of upends the whole story of having a like beautiful protagonist and the guy who falls in love with her. It's like totally different. Yeah. Sort of flips that on its head with her not being physically beautiful, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But they still find a you know have a a a uh, friendship and stuff, and you know. But it's crazy. It's just it's not like a your typical damsel in distress. In fact, in the book, Hester Shaw was the main character. And her companion in the uh, who becomes her companion in the movie. If you watch the trailer, you'll see exactly where I'm talking about, where they kind of uh, help each other out. But the other guy's name is Tom Natsworthy, and in fact, in that relationship, Hester Shaw, being the girl, she's she's tougher than the guy is. So yeah, you know what I mean. But uh, yeah, it's it's it comes out in December. It, I'm really excited about it. It looks pretty good, but. Um, yeah, definitely. I would recommend uh, looking out for this one. Yeah, dude. Um, I don't know. I don't so know. you have heard of steampunk, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. This so is, this is very steampunk. I think this is the. I, I can't remember right now a movie that actually put steampunk on film that actually looked good, and I think this is this is one of them that. Uh, I mean, I know it's gonna be great because um, you know it has Peter Jackson behind it, and and. Um, uh, you know he he does great stuff. And Weta, uh, Weta who does all the does all the like the great special visual effects. special mm-hmm. effects stuff. Yeah, um, and uh, and uh, Hugh Weaving is in this bad boy too. So already has a lot of stuff going for it. Um, I just I don't know. I don't know if I'm if I'm convinced yet. But uh, but it looks great. I hope it's. I'm ho- I'm hoping it's good. I mean, you know, I'm hoping it's good that hopefully they lifted a lot of good stuff from the yeah. actual. Uh, material that's there for the reading material. And the the I was trying to find the the dude's name, but the his the girl's companion. Um, yeah, he's in something else. I can't remember what. That dude it. is. Uh, he was in one of my one of my favorite shows called Misfits. Uh, it was on I think Amazon for a while. It's like a it's like a British show. Oh yeah yeah, he's, um, he's on that. You're right. But he was uh you know it was kind of like a take on like like heroes or something like that it was like these kids who have like superpowers or whatever but he was like one of the best characters on that so i'm like i'm always bummed that he's not in more things so i'm glad that he's in this movie so again this movie has a lot of stuff going for it so i'm pretty sure i'm gonna enjoy it but this is kind of one of those like stream come true type of movies no dude you gotta watch it in the theater dude yeah to see these actual like i'm excited to see these huge cities traveling across the 
wasteland, dude. And it's it's sort of somebody said it was sort of like um uh Mad Max crossed with like Lord of the Rings kind of thing or something, mm. you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, I can see that. You know. So yeah, it's weird. It's kind of weird uh um uh, mashup, but it's but it's well the books are good. So um I'm hoping the movie's good too. So sweet. Yeah, dude. So, uh, hey, when we go into our last segment for today, dude, go Let's no go. It. Should I go or should I no go? Should I go or should I no go? If I watch it, will I love it? If I watch it, will I hate it? You gotta let me know. Should I no go? Never gets old. <laughs> I was gonna tell you, don't play the whole thing. Old. And then I was like, I'm loving this song. <laughs> hey, our go no go for this weekend is a big movie this weekend coming out. Dude, I can't believe it's this weekend already. Dude, I kind of forgot it was this weekend already. I was like, what? Amazing. This weekend? Ladies and gentlemen, this weekend, finally, after ten years, the sequel, Incredibles two. That's my part. Dude, even the, even the theme song is amazing, dude. Dude, there it is, dude. Incredibles 2 coming out this weekend. Is it a go or no go? Do we want to go see this movie? Jay? Dude, this is no a 1,000% go. Like, there's a, there's a meme out there of, like, a dad pushing his kid out the way. <laughs> and he's like, man, you weren't even born when this movie, when the first movie came out. And it's like, it's so true. It's like, this is like, it definitely like a Toy Story type of movie where we've just kind of, our generation, I feel like, has kind of grown up with this movie too. So now that we are all having kids, I feel like we're all almost as excited as our kids watching this movie because we grew up with this type of movie. You know, dude. like, it's... It's so good, man. So I'm like, uh, I'm excited to watch this movie, dude. It's yeah, so cool. Yeah, me too. I'm actually really excited to watch this movie. I think it's, uh, it's one of those movies that, um, that uh, you can w- just continue to watch and not get old of it. Yeah, I mean, dude. I just think it's, you know, even now it's it's uh, you watch it, and although some of the graphics are kind of dated now, mm-hmm. like or the way it looks compared to, you know. Uh, um, some of you know some the um, what is the inside out or some of those where the yeah. where the uh, technology is sort of you know advanced. Mm-hmm. But well, even matter. in this one too, like you watch the trailer in this one and it looks so much more like uh, I don't even know what like what what the the style would be called, but it just looks more like like lush, like it looks mm-hmm. like fuller, like it looks like. Actual animation, but just in, you know, computer form, I guess, or yeah, whatever, yeah, like, no, or definitely. digital form. Yeah, and it doesn't matter. It's still a great movie, dude. Yeah. And it's, uh, you know, Brad Bird, man. If you guys don't know Brad Bird, Brad Bird, uh, I, mean, I don't know if he wrote, but he did direct uh, The Iron Giant, which is still one of the most underrated animated films yep. ever. It is amazing, dude. If you guys haven't seen Iron Giant... Do yourself a favor. Go watch Iron Giant. It's such a great movie. Yeah. Uh, but uh, he's also done. What else? He, he did something else recently. He did. Um, Not recently, but he's. It's one he of his did uh, Tomorrowland, which is another underrated movie, dude. I don't understand the uh, the uh, um, 
like the hate that that movie gets, dude. But it was a, I I personally enjoyed that movie. It's funny and you it say was, that because it was on like cable not too long ago, and I, I said didn't watch that. I, I, yeah. it's pretty good. It's actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know why it doesn't. Uh, again, sort of an under underrated movie for sure. And I think he did uh, Rogue Nation. Uh, the one of the Mission Impossible. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. I was going to look it up right now, but I'm not sure if he did that one. But I was mostly talking about um, a lot of the animated movies that he's done. Um, but Incredibles, obviously, is, is one of those movies. But he's done uh, a lot of Dude, great stuff, too. And uh, Incredibles, you know, the first one, is like... Oh, here it is. Dude, which I f- totally forgot that he did this, dude. He did Ratatouille. Oh, Ratatouille is amazing, too, dude. Yeah, Ratatouille is... Uh, it's funny, because when Ratatouille came out, I wasn't sort of interested Uh and uh, we actually saw this one on one of our first Disney cruises, and they were showing it in their theater. And oh, we're really? like, Let's go watch it. And we're like, dude, this was actually really, really good. It's really good. But yeah, definitely Brad Bird. What we're saying is Brad Bird is dope. Yep. He did Incredibles 2 as well. He wrote and directed yep. this movie. Go watch it. You're going to enjoy it. I'm pretty sure you will. Yeah. I know what I was going to say is that uh, a lot of people praise Incredibles for being probably one of the best on screen, like, superhero. Uh, like team up groups or whatever. Like, it's one of the best like superhero movies. Um, you know whether Marvel or DC or whatever. Like this one beats them all. And I, I like, I am hard pressed to disagree with that, dude. Like seriously, the first Incredibles movie had it all, dude. Like it was probably like a perfect movie. Like if it were to be like a rating of like ten or whatever, that would probably be a ten, dude. It has everything, dude. Like just like the family dynamic, wow, really. Like the the uh, like the conflict in that movie, like the villain in that movie, like just the the, the way that they were able to uh, uh, just kind of develop the villain in that, and and um, it just kind of made the uh, the uh, motivation behind like his his evilness, I guess, or like his plan, like just made it like that much more. Like uh, I don't know, like I don't know how to explain it, but like more like like uh, like he had a reason to be that evil was because like he hated Mr. Incredible and like everyone with powers, you know, like uh, so I don't know. It's just yeah, it's such a great movie, dude. I feel like it did have everything. Definitely, dude. He did, yeah, you're right. He did uh, Mission Impossible Ghost Pro- uh, Ghost Protocol. Ghost Protocol. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, he actually did that too, and uh, yeah, Which man, was great. Yeah, he's he's great. I mean, he's directed. Uh, Hey, how did it's it become funny. Avengers? Uh, I, I, <laughs> oh, I don't shoot. know why I moved it to the Avengers. Dude, Avengers got mad that I said that this was one of the best freaking superhero movies, dude. It was like, uh, uh, excuse me, excuse me, what? What was that? <laughs> uh, I just noticed that too. I was like, wait a minute, I was playing the Incredibles thing. Dude, and that's another thing too. The Avengers, the when it first came out, I was like, ah, that's kind of like a weenie theme, but it's grown on me, dude. It's such a good theme. The Avengers one? Yeah. That's a dope thing. What are you talking about? At first, too, when I first heard it, I was like, ah, that's kind of whack, dude. I'm not going to remember that <laughs> in a couple of years. But now it's like every time I hear it, dude, I feel it, dude. My oh, heart. That, that, Mi that corazón, fool. <laughs> I feel it. Corazón. No, it's dope. But, uh, yeah, Incredibles yeah. 2, definitely, I, I honestly don't even think we have to really recommend it because I'm pretty sure everyone wants to watch this movie. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be, be amazing, great. dude. Watch it, guys. Check it out. Um, so that's it for our show today. Thank you so much for joining us on this show. Uh, help us spread the word. Um, go out to our social media pages at The Beta Report. Uh, comment. 
Tell us what you guys like, you didn't like. We always love to hear from you guys. So please uh, reach out to us. And uh, we'll have a great show for you guys next week as well. Uno will be back, and we'll all be one big happy family. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So till next week, thank you so much. I'm Jeff. This is Jay. Till next week. Peace.